0: Hello, love. How are you? I am so excited about this episode because I know that it's going to really push you to get on a breakthrough call with me. And I know that sounds like a big promise, but I've really been cultivating this framework that I'm about to share with you for really uh, three or four years. And it came to me on a walk a few months ago And I've really been testing this hypothesis out inside of my um, proven holistic fertility method, and it never fails. So I know this is going to shift your perspective. It's going to open up so many possibilities for you and ultimately remind you again and again and again that your body is fucking glorious, that it shows up for you every single day and would be honored to be the vessel to bring in this beautiful baby that you are calling in in 2022 and it is your most intimate ally showing you unconditional love every moment of every day no matter what your body is not broken it is here for you now and always that being said One of the biggest mistakes I see with fertility in general is that a lot of women are confusing fertility with ovulation or egg quality or hormone balance, but it's not any of those things. It's an ecosystem. What do I mean by that? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. We are going into one of my favorite topics of all time, and that is... The three powerful elements that make up optimal fertility. Now, let me just define what optimal fertility really means. In my view, it means that conception is occurring one to four months after starting to try. Little to no miscarriage risk, no complications during pregnancy. The journey feels sacred. You're present, calm, at peace one with your body and the universe while open to receiving and transforming it's as much as a spiritual awakening as it is a physiological process fertility is not just one month of strict elimination diets and expensive supplements fertility is not obsessing about tracking and analyzing your BBT charts every morning hell it's not even about fertility treatments And in fact, fertility treatments don't actually make you more fertile, but that's something that I need to really dive into at a different time. What I really want to talk about today is how do we create optimal fertility? Well, we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about the three ingredients that are required. So what stemmed this whole conversation is I was interviewing a potential client to join Holistic Fertility Method. And she knew that she had these missing components to her fertility after we really discussed on her breakthrough call what was missing. But she was so adamant that IVF was going to solve the missing piece and that she didn't really need to undergo a process to cultivate these missing ingredients. She, at that point, was really missing the understanding that these ingredients aren't something that we can replace. They have to be cultivated and leveraged from your own body. And the thing is, if she were to have said no, she probably invested thousands of dollars for a procedure. That wouldn't have worked. And this happens to so many women because we go into the fertility treatment process thinking that it will replace the missing ingredients that we don't have. Luckily, she is safe and sound inside of HFM as we speak, and she is cultivating these fertile ingredients herself. And she is leveraging her own body because that is what is going to guarantee a peaceful journey to a healthy pregnancy. And I'm willing to bet that many others out there struggling to conceive have no idea what fertility actually is. And it's not because they haven't tried hard enough to understand it. It's simply because this information is not out there. Trust me, I've looked. This is why I have put this podcast together is because this information, this new understanding and perspective of fertility is new. And it is where we need to be going because it works time and time again. And also in my experience helping, I actually just was creating my inspiration page on my website just to showcase all of the client success stories inside of hfm over the past year and 12 out of 16 of the women hfm alumni this year have conceived naturally and or had their baby this year after working with them on their individual cases from far too near in terms of pcos endometriosis autoimmune conditions unexplained infertility uh, multiple reoccurring miscarriages and years of failed iuis and ivf treatment what we've really found out is that optimal fertility is an ecosystem it's as equally physiological as it is this invisible powerful force of energy And I think this is why so many women are struggling with fertility. They never consider that their ability to get pregnant goes beyond what they can see physically. Think about it. When you're trying to conceive, right? You start tracking your basal body temperature every morning. You start planning out your meals, start taking your supplements, you get your hormones tested. These are physical, tangible things that you can see and do thus making them seem more real and thus important to prioritize in your journey. But here is the thing, mama. A fertile ecosystem is so much less tangible. It's an energetic resonance. It's more than balanced hormones and a clear HSG. It's a powerful feminine energy embracing the surrender and allowing for creativity. It's less of the doing and more of the attracting and receiving. So that is what optimal fertility is. It's these three physical elements coming together and held by powerful feminine energy to create life. So you can see that there's going to be a big issue if we're missing any one of these ingredients, these elements. Well, let's let's talk about these elements, shall we? What are these three fertile elements? Number one is consistent, predictable, and strong ovulation. Now, for this to happen, hormones must be balanced in order to synchronize the maturation of the follicle to release an egg in the event that we call ovulation. Now, factors affecting a strong ovulation would be things like unstable blood sugar, right? Which is caused by skipping meals, Um, replacing meals with caffeine, um, just overdoing it on caffeine in general, rushing through the day in stress and overwhelm, leaky gut, inflammation, any nutrient or energy deficiencies. And this essentially results in a delayed, missed, and or very weak ovulation, making it nearly impossible to identify your exact fertile window and time sex accordingly. So in real life, this would look like irregular periods, positive right? Positive and negative LH strips that don't make any sense throughout your cycle. Um, We have random egg white cervical fluid throughout your cycle. We have your BBT charts that don't really have a clear rise in temperature and don't indicate a clear uh, ovulatory event. So how do you know if you have strong ovulation? Well, you want to know, you want to see that ovulation is occurring consistently month after month after month. It's going to happen around day 13 to day 16. Cervical fluid, will you will see this progression from about five days prior to when you ovulate. You'll see it progress from sticky to creamy, and then a day or two of this egg white cervical fluid confirmed by a rise in your BBT chart. And this is why we go into depth in how to um, track your cycle. In the very first module inside of HFM, so many women think that they are doing this correctly, but they quickly realize even the most studied and learned, even the ones who have worked with fertility coaches in the past, quickly realize that they have been interpreting their charts completely wrong and this is what has been causing them so much stress and anxiety around tracking and it's often why so many women give it up without being able to glean so much um, information from it first so you will also um, not have any breaks in cervical fluid this can and i'll explain this here in a minute but oftentimes with women who have pcos who aren't ovulating strongly will have little blips of cervical egg white fluid occurring through their cycle, and it really confuses them because they're not sure, am I ovulating? Is it just a fake out? What's really happening here? You will also um, notice a rise in sex drive um, during ovulation. Um, You will be able to confirm your ovulation with a sharp rise in temperature on your BBT chart. So that is how you will be able to mark your fertile window and time sex accordingly. And we teach that exact detailed strategy inside of HFM for a very easy way to understand. So you are so confident. You don't have to overthink things. And we do um, a, a fertility chart analysis inside of our program where you can actually take a screenshot of your chart And I will help you analyze and show you when your fertile window is so that you can get really good at timing things and there's absolutely zero guesswork and just takes the pressure off of that. The second is optimal egg and sperm quality. This is the second fertile ingredient. So yes, this involves your partner as well. Optimal egg and sperm quality is essentially determined by how healthy and resilient your mitochondria are surprisingly which really depends on an adequate amount of antioxidant activity to protect the fragile chromosomes within the egg and sperm on a later on a on a previous episode I explained to you that our mitochondria there is roughly 15,000 in each of our egg cells which is about 10 times more than any other cell in our body. So you can see why mitochondrial health is so important because this massive energy production required to fully develop and process um, the, the final chromosomes before ovulation, it requires so much energy and it requires these mitochondria to be at their best. So both egg and sperm are really dormant until the 90 days prior to their maturity And it's within these 90 days both women and men that can make or break the quality of your egg or sperm okay so it's not a lifetime of age-related degradation like we previously thought no these these things are dormant until the 90 days prior and these 90 this 90 day window is when they are going to be exposed to everything in your internal environment So factors affecting your internal environment and thus your egg and sperm quality will include things like your toxin exposure, your ability to detoxify, Um, toxins and hormones in your body, the phytonutrient deficiencies, leaky gut, runaway stress response and inflammation. And this can result in a higher risk of early miscarriage. That is the number one cause of, of early miscarriage is poor egg quality and sperm quality, essentially meaning there's chromosomal abnormalities happening because of oxidative stress. So how do you know that your that your egg and sperm quality is up to par? Well, often the most direct way is actually to test um, the amh produced by the cells in the ovary that make up the outer layers of the follicles and this isn't a for sure indication of egg quality but it's the best we can do um, and we can sort of interpret what is going on with your egg quality along with other components of your health and fertility history as far as men go, we can do a simple semen analysis where we can score the mobility as well as the morphology, essentially the quality of the sperm and we can rate that in terms of you know what percentage are they up to par. So, that is the second uh, required powerful element of optimal fertility. The third is a stable uterine lining. Now this often overlooked component of fertility is so important because even if you have a perfect egg and sperm quality, you ovulate on time and you've timed sex during ovulation to create a viable fertilized egg, right? It's happened, it's a miracle. It will not result in a pregnancy if it cannot implant in the uterine lining. Now, many factors will affect the growth and stabilization of the uterine lining. The most notable being estrogen, which controls the growth, and progesterone, which controls the stabilization. Now, the most common issue I see with my clients inside of HFM is low progesterone, resulting in an unstable uterine lining, meaning the fertilized egg maybe has an opportunity to implant if it does. But it cannot stay there because the lining is unstable. So the lining will essentially slew off, you'll get your period, and the fertilized egg will obviously not be able to implant and grow. So, what this looks like in real life is you'll see a very short luteal phase, oftentimes less than 10 days. So, I see a lot of eight to nine day luteal phases in this scenario. You will usually have shorter cycles, so around 23 to 25 days, oftentimes. You will have a lot of PMS symptoms um, for sure, which is a, a big symptom of low progesterone. So, how do you know if you have a stable uterine lining? Well, we want to look at your luteal phase to determine this because progesterone has a direct effect on what your luteal phase does. Your luteal phase, if you're not familiar with your cycle, which, which which, we really need to be, and which we go into detail inside of HFM, your luteal phase happens after ovulation until the time you get your period. And we want it to be 12 to 14 days optimally. And this tells us that we have a adequate amounts of progesterone produced by your corpus luteum, which is the shell of the follicle that just ovulated your egg. So we want to see a luteal phase at least 10 days optimally 12 to 14. And when you're tracking your BBT charts, this is how you will determine that because you will know exactly when you ovulate and you will see your increased temperatures in the luteal phase and you'll count those days and make sure that it adds up to 12 to 14. You also wanna see that elevated temperature rise pretty dramatically right after you ovulate and then stay elevated without jigsawing up and down and that also indicates that you have um, a low adrenal response and high progesterone levels. So all of this um, will ensure a stable uterine lining because progesterone essentially stabilizes that endometrial those endometrial cells in the uterine lining. It causes the uterine cells almost to corkscrew down into the, the layer below, which is really fascinating. So these three fertile elements make up the physical, tangible components of fertility, of optimal fertility. But with just these elements alone, a healthy pregnancy is not guaranteed. And that's because there's that invisible force I was telling you about that really brings these elements together towards one purpose. It holds it together like a glue. And towards this one purpose this one goal of creating life now we'll go so much deeper into this invisible force this vital force in future episodes but for now let's talk about what might go wrong if you were to miss any one of these ingredients this is so important for anyone who is trying to conceive because this will allow you to identify where to put your focus in in order to cultivate your fertile ecosystem Now, remember, I will remind you again that your body is not broken. It's simply missing support from the environment, right? You wouldn't say a flashlight is broken because it ran out of batteries. You wouldn't blame the flashlight, right? No, you'd get new batteries. This is exactly what we're doing with your fertility. You have the blueprint within your body, and now we need to support it with essential ingredients from the environment to support this innate intelligence within you. Very, very important to remember during this because we're talking about missing ingredients, but I don't want you to misconstrue that as your body is missing ingredients. No, we're just missing ingredients in this fertile ecosystem that we have the power to replace and to optimize and to nurture. And that is exactly what we do inside of HFM. It's really about empowering you to bring these fertile elements together so that you're not relying on unnecessary fertility treatments, supplements, medications. You are not disempowered and powerless. No, you are owning your fertility because you have the most, the most fundamental understanding of what optimal fertility is. And when you have this understanding you now have a healthy sense of control of what you can start to implement and you will know how to you'll know whether you're on the right track because you will visibly see progress whether that's in your cycle in these three fertile ingredients and obviously if you're getting and staying pregnant so let's get into what happens when we can miss any one of these of these ingredients so when you have ovulation and a stable uterine lining, okay? When you have these two ingredients, but you're missing optimal egg and optimal sperm quality, typically what I'll see happen is recurrent early miscarriages. So when when this is happening, you will identify with being able to confidently chart your cycle, right? You know how to determine when your ovulation is happening. You are confidently timing sex during ovulation. Your cycle is regular for the most part. It really never deviates. But you're experiencing multiple early miscarriages and it has you feeling broken and defeated. And I said previously the leading cause of early miscarriage is going to be poor egg or sperm quality. And this is greatly influenced the 90 days prior to ovulation and the, prior, the, pri- the 90 days prior to ejaculation for your guy. Inside of HFM, we, we take you through our proven methodology to optimize egg quality through stat- strategies like amping up your innate detoxification processes, reducing your toxic overburden, filling the net phytonutrient gap, quenching free radicals and supplementing with proven botanicals and nutrients to optimize your egg and sperm quality. Our clients have seen a dramatic reduction in early miscarriage and improvement in semen analysis, AMH testing, and otherwise um, hormone testing like FSH that directly affect your, your um, follicle development inequality. So this if you're resonating with this and take note that working on optimizing your egg and sperm quality is going to be your number one focus here in the next 90 days. Now another, when, when another um, phenomenon that can happen is when you have ovulation down and egg and sperm quality down however you do not have a stable uterine lining. And this is the phenomenon of what I call unexplained infertility. And this looks like um, you're tracking ovulation, right? You're very confident that you're ovulating, you're timing sex accurately, you've got all of the tests done, all of the hormone tests done, all of the egg quality, semen analysis, everything um, looks beautiful, right? Your ovarian reserve is there. And a lot of times, what I hear women say is, my husband's semen analysis is off the charts, amazing. And Now you're left with this unsettling diagnosis of unexplained infertility, right? Because everything checks out normal, but you're still not getting pregnant. Um, And also, you may have even had unsuccessful IUIs or IVFs as well. And these are typically my type A high achievers who struggle to rest, who struggle to put themselves first and are beyond driven in everything that they do in life while being chronically rushed and overwhelmed they've been this way honestly since they could remember and really don't know any other way in fact they're typically unaware of just how stressed they are so what's happening here is that yes you're ovulating but the corpus luteum is not producing enough progesterone thus that uterine lining in that cannot stay stable progesterone is low in this scenario um, and not because your body is broken but because it was designed to do this in really high stress situations I call this flipping off fertile mode and flipping into survival mode and our body was designed to do this to prevent pregnancies that we couldn't otherwise prepare and care for so think about it if you are in a famine If you were very, very stressed out and fearful of your life and your security, how many women are fearful in their fertility journey, right? Your brain is perceiving this as survival mode. Block any form of viable pregnancy because we need to make sure that we can care for ourselves right now. And as soon as the fear and the famine and the stress disappears, then your brain can flip back into fertile mode and start cultivating, um, you know, start cultivating and building up stores of nutrients to be able to prepare for a healthy pregnancy. Your body isn't wrong for doing this; it's absolutely beautiful for doing this. Be- oftentimes, what I see when women do get pregnant in these scenarios is that things happen in pregnancy, like uh, preeclampsia. Um, preterm labor and so in order to avoid these things we really need to respect that the body has these these functions in place to protect us to protect the health of our baby and to rush through something like this is quite honestly selfish and i can say this because i was in this exact situation and i was being selfish I was being selfish and putting my needs and desires to have a baby to fill my own need and to fill a void in my life and to make me feel worthy. And I wasn't thinking about my baby's health or my health. And it wasn't until I really struggled for a long time and struggled with a miscarriage that it finally occurred to me that I need to slow down and I need to reprioritize things in my life, not because my body was broken and I needed to punish myself, but because this was the absolute best for me to learn these skills of how to mother myself so I could mother my baby and put her first. Again, your body is not broken. It is so beautiful in everything it does. And anyone who tells you that your body is not enough, run for the hills. You do not want them on your team. So inside of HFM, I work specifically with already health-conscious, high-achieving women. And really what I mean when I say that is they're doing the do. They've read all of the fertility books, they've done it all, and yet they're still not getting pregnant. And that's when they come to me because they're, they're really at a stopping point. Their strategies that they've implemented a million times are no longer working and they're wondering if they should just give up or go do treatments or what the hell is even going on. So in this scenario, what we're doing is we're physically and mentally and emotionally reframing their stress response. What I mean by this is we're making our body feel safe enough to conceive, to get pregnant, to stay pregnant because right now it doesn't feel safe to do though. So how do we tell our body that we're safe enough? Well, we need to look at what is triggering our stress response through our physical environment, but also through our internal environment. Our emotions are stressful triggers as well. So when we are living in a state of perceived stress, anger, resentment, shame, that tells our body that it is unsafe to bring this baby into this world. And you bet that that blocks your fertility. Nothing I talk about is a 100% always going to happen, of course not. I am speaking of my lived personal experience as well as the countless women that I have helped um, overcome this this, uh, deeply rooted stress response. So that is what we do inside of HFM and that's the most rewarding part in my opinion because really what's causing you stress and so much disturbance in your physical and emotional body today simply roll off your back tomorrow and the biggest turnaround i see is when women get into that two week wait where they are waiting to see if they are pregnant right no longer do they feel anxiety no longer do they keep themselves from feeling hopeful no longer do they feel all of the ups and downs and the swirling and spiraling in their head that keeps them stuck and depressed and no longer carrying out lived behaviors like drinking a bottle of chardonnay and eating a pan of brownies on the first day of your period and completely taking you out for the week right this is not feeling our feelings like so many of us believe that we are this is actually suppressing your feelings and feeling sorry for yourself what we what we teach you inside of HFM is to embrace your emotions When you can sit and breathe and feel your emotions instead of suppress and victimize yourself, you are able to gain perspective from the situation, come home to yourself, honor yourself, show yourself compassion, put things into perspective and actually learn and gain knowledge moving forward instead of feeling like your groundhog day, experiencing the same emotional ups and downs every single month. Now, the third thing that can happen is when we have optimal egg quality, optimal sperm quality, and otherwise stable stable uterine lining, but you're unable to confirm if or when you are ovulating, this is what we call no ovulation, right? Or an ovulation. This, when you miss out on this essential ingredient for fertility, it doesn't matter how many months or years you've been quote unquote trying. If you can't accurately time sex at ovulation, all efforts are lost. It's like firing blanks, right? So when, when we're trying to conceive, what that means is we are having sex during ovulation and we can confirm that we've ovulated. This is trying to conceive, But if you cannot confirm that you're ovulating and you're just having sex randomly throughout your cycle and it still hasn't happened and it's been months and years, you can't technically say you've been trying to conceive because you haven't confirmed that you've been having sex during ovulation. Does that make sense? So all efforts are lost, right? If this one ingredient is not in place and I see this happen with most women who have PCOS or PCOS-like symptoms. You don't necessarily need a diagnosis to have these set of symptoms that I can recognize. PCOS, for those that don't know, is is a syndrome, polycystic ovarian syndrome, meaning it's really a name that covers a list of symptoms, like an umbrella. It's an umbrella term. There are actually four different types of PCOS, and they're all rooted in different things. Post-pill PCOS, um, adrenal PCOS, insulin-resistant PCOS, Inflammation, PCOS. And I'll eventually cover all of these later in a podcast because it's such a prevalent um, hormone imbalance and and, um, metabolic syndrome that it really does need to be discussed. But essentially, what's happening is that our hormones try to orchestrate ovulation, but it just doesn't quite happen. So it ramps up and tries again, but doesn't quite reach the threshold. And this can happen multiple times per cycle. Each, you know, gearing up and ramping up for ovulation taking about 7 to 10 days. So this is why we can have such long irregular periods and why it's prolonging ovulation and prolonging your cycle and your period. Because the reason this is happening is hormones are very imbalanced at this point, And it's rooted in unstable blood sugar, high insulin, which then causes the ovaries to overproduce testosterone, instead of estrogen and this estrogen is from produced from the follicles is needed to fully develop the follicle in order to ovulate so this is why you get that classic um you know pearls on a string look when you look at an ultrasound of a woman with pcos you're seeing these not cysts but little fluid filled sacs of these developing ovaries sorry these developing follicles but they don't quite reach maturity and therefore they just hang around eventually disintegrate but this is why you see this with women who have PCOS is because they are just unable to ovulate because of the underlying hormonal imbalances rooted in inflammation, leaky guts, high insulin. So inside of HFM when If you have PCOS or PCOS-like symptoms, we would work on healing the gut through the 5R gut healing protocol. We would work on naturally balancing your blood sugar using food as medicine with the 4x4 method. And we would also support insulin sensitivity through specific nutrients and botanicals. And if adrenal PCOS was something that was causing your symptoms, we would absolutely need to work on reframing your stress response as well, because low progesterone is definitely a part of this. So I covered a lot today. I hope that you took some notes and you understand which area you have the opportunity to work on and to explore in the next 90 days. And if you are ready to stop trying to piece all of this together yourself and you are ready to rely on a proven holistic strategy that is in place and has already helped 12 out of 16 women conceive and have a healthy pregnancy and or even have their baby this year, then our doors to HFM are open. And the way that you can apply for this is to apply for a breakthrough call first. Think of this as a clarity call where we can start to unravel your personal fertility journey, understand which fertile ingredients are missing and what we need to do to take the next steps in order to cultivate a powerful, optimal fertility ecosystem. I often hear from women who have been on this call that, wow, I've learned more in this one call than I have in my entire fertility journey working with so-called specialists and experts. And I promise you, you will walk away with clarity on your next step, whether that is with me inside of HFM, if I wholeheartedly believe that we can help you bring baby into this world in 2022, or whether that's it with a trusted colleague or simply just a tweak in your current strategy. Now, Thanksgiving is coming up. I just opened my calendar up for more slots on Wednesday and Friday before and after Thanksgiving, so really get your spot now because we're only taking a select few this year and investment is going up a considerable amount um, from 3k to 5k in January just because of the profound results that we've been seeing this uh, past year with our clients successfully conceiving and completely transforming themselves and their lives. So. The as always the link to apply is in the show notes below and if you found this at all helpful please give us a five-star review and share this with a loved one someone in your life who may be really hurting right now in their fertility journey and just need to know that their body is not broken at all and you really want to see them light up and take back their power and become themselves again and really embrace this this new Uh, transformation into motherhood because it is spiritual it is beautiful and the last thing i want is for you to be alone and and feeling unworthy of this experience so my doors are always open please message me on instagram if you would like to discuss this further and my my heart is always open to you so until then we'll see you next time